Hello and welcome to TBR, the podcast where we both drink and spill the tea on books from your TBR lists. I'm Alicia. And I'm Liv. And this episode we will be reviewing Dash and Lily's Book of Dares by Rachel Cohen and David Levithan. Yes. Now this book has recently become a Netflix series. Yes, it's been released and we actually haven't watched it yet. We decided to read the book, review it, and then we're going to watch it at a later date. Yes, I'm super excited. Me too. I feel like the hype is real. I really hope they do it well, but I feel like this book will appeal to younger demographics, so we will try to keep that in our minds when we watch the series because it may seem like it's a bit younger. Yes, I felt like whilst reading the book, it it definitely was targeted towards younger demographics. Yeah, I feel like if I was 13 or even 14, I would have loved, loved this book for Christmas. Same here. I think it's really cute. I also just love that the whole book centered around Christmas anyway. Yeah, but also the main thing isn't Christmas. Like the last chapter isn't like, it's Christmas time. I like how it's the before and the after. It's so festive. I really liked it. I think it's really cute. Yeah. It's a happy little story. Definitely. So what tea are you drinking? I'm drinking Christmas breakfast. Ooh. It's like a black tea, but it's kind of nutmeggy and it's got cinnamon and vanilla and, you know, all that kind of warmy kind of spices. Yeah, very festive. Lovely. It is. It's nice, but it's not quite what I was expecting. Oh, by the way, it's by the brand T2. We love T2. We do. Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Please. What tea are you drinking? I'm drinking Arctic Fire again because in Australia, Christmas is in the summer. So that's the fire part of it. But traditionally, when you're feeling festive and stuff, there's heaps of snowflakes around. So that's the Arctic of it. You're just so creative with your reasoning for (laughs) drinking tea. It's honestly because I wanted to drink it and I wanted to find a reason. I mean, fair. I'm literally just like, I'm drinking Christmas breakfast because it's Christmas. (laughs) And just a quick reminder before we get started, our giveaway is currently live on our TikTok That is linked below in the description box under our link tree. And we will be announcing that next week on the 22nd of December. We'll announce it both in the podcast and on TikTok and Instagram. Yes. So before we get started, like every single episode, there will be major spoilers because we will be discussing all of the plot points. So if you want to save it until you've read it or watched it, come back after you do that. Or not. We're not your parents. We can't tell you what to do. But just a heads up, spoilers ahead. Yes. So without further ado, let's get started. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to start us off, Alicia? Yes, I would love to. So this book switches between two point of views. Yes, it's dual perspective. Yeah, so it's Dash and Lily's. And so in chapter one, we start off and Dash is in The Strand, which is his favourite bookstore. And he's looking through the shelves a few days before Christmas. I don't know, he just likes being there. It's good vibes for him. I think he does it because he's spending Christmas alone this year. Because he somehow coordinated, like, his parents are divorced. He told his dad he was staying with his mom. Yes. And he told his mom he was staying with his dad. Classic. But he's feeling kind of lonely, I think. And he's like, I'm going to go look at my favourite author at the bookstore. Yes. So he does. And whilst he's looking at his author, he sees this red moleskin notebook. And he's like, this does not belong here. This is not by my author. No. I know all my author's books, and this is not one. None of them got that high-budget moleskin cover. And he opens it. And there's basically just this person's writing being like, I've left you some clues. If you want to find out, keep on reading. Sounds a little bit sketchy to me, but he was like, you know what? 
I don't got no parents this holiday. Let's get lit. I think also he's like,、mm, this is a girl's handwriting. I can just tell. I'ma found myself a little holiday love. Yeah, a little summer loving. <laughs> exactly. Except New York City summer loving. <laughs> Anyways, she leaves him with a list of books to find. I think, and with it, she kind of has some numbers, and it's in the kind of style slash structure of. Page slash line slash word. Yes. So he goes to this book, and I guess important words from the book are "are you," and he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna fill this out on my little my little piece of paper." Yeah, because he's a detective now. Yes, <laughs> he's Sherlock bloody Holmes. He's like, "I'm so into this. I know exactly what's going on." That's right. And so the next book that he finds after finding that is called "Fat Hoochie Prom Queen." Okay, what? On earth is this book about? I really want to read it. We should review it. <laughs> so I just googled it real quick just then. It's a real book. I love that by Nico Mendina. Love it. These are all real books. I think it's like a teen fiction situation. Maybe we do have to review it later on. <laughs> we should. Maybe we should do a quick little review. Like, by the way, guys, Fat Hoochie Prom Queen was bomb. <laughs> Maybe sometime. Let us know if you want that, guys. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> So in the page, line, and word kind of thing that he's going for, he found going to. So now it's are you going to? So the next book that he must find is called The Joy of Gay Sex, the third edition to be exact. Not the first. No, it has to be the third specifically. That's right. And so he's got another two words to track down, and he goes to the line and the word and finds the word cock. And then it says that he recounted and rechecked, and the sentence then becomes, "Are you going to cock?" <laughs> and he's like, "No,、ah, the joys of gay sex." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he finds the other word, and it says "playing." So it leaves him with, "Are you going to cock playing?" And he's like, "That does not sound right at all." And so he goes back and rechecks it again, and he realizes that he counted some stuff wrong, and it was actually going to be the sentence, "Are you going to be playing, not cock playing?" Could have been real saucy right there. I know. We almost could have given a spice, spice rating. rating. <laughs> I was just thinking that, and it's kind of awkward because as he's looking through the joys of gay sex, this girl from class shows up. Yeah, Priya. Yeah, and she's like. Hey, um, nice book. Also, did you hear Sophia's coming back to town? Yes, and we find out that Priya is actually friends with Sophia, who is Dash's ex-girlfriend. Sophia's gonna come back, and she's like, apparently there's some things I didn't know, like the joys of gay sex. Tell me about it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Would love to know. Yeah, maybe this is why they didn't work out. <laughs> maybe. Oops, I know. And so Priya's kind of like, "What do you got planned?" Like it's kind of awkward. And he's like, "I want to leave, so I'm gonna say, ah,、uh, Sweden." And she's like, "Sweden." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm leaving like now. Bye." And she's like, "Okay." I think、cool. he says it to like get out of having to meet Sophia.、That's、he's、right. like, "I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be so busy in Sweden. I'm gonna be listening to my Abba. I'm gonna be going to Stockholm." Yeah, that's right. And so after he kind of gets out of that awkward conversation, he turns the next page in the red journal, and the note kind of just says like, "Wow, you've already made it here." Then you got to find the final book, and he needs to find the book "What the Living Do" by Mary Howell. It's a poetry book. It is, and it's his favorite poet. And so the final sentence reads, "Are you going to be playing for the pure thrill of unreluctant desire?" It even says here that Dash was mildly aroused by the phrasing. Spice rating. <laughs> Oop. I'm actually curious as to how old these people are. 
I think if you're still living under your parents' roofs, you have to be before high school finishes. For some of the phrasing they use? That's true. There might be 15 to 17. It just depends a little bit. Ooh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 15. I feel like it might be early-ish. Yeah. I agree. I definitely don't think they're like almost out of home or anything because the things that happen, the parents have a lot of control on stuff. Mm. And so now that Dash has worked that out, he's like, I am going to play. I'm going to do this. And he writes a note back. So now we get our first chapter in Lily's perspective and it starts off with her stating that she's just sad about something. And we're like, great, good intro. She's like good to know. an angsty teen, I she think. Is. She is. And then we find out that she has a reason. It's because her parents have chosen to spend this Christmas away from home where her and her brother are. Very strange. I feel like she has a weird family dynamic there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do. That's right. Aren't they having like a super late anniversary or like honeymoon yeah something like like that that. yeah yeah either way i'm not really vibing with it i'd be so upset if my parents weren't around for christmas same and we find out that the whole notebook idea in the bookstore was actually lily's brother's idea his name is langston so he wrote all the clues out kind of under lily's name i think yeah or he like wrote the clues out and lily copied it in her handwriting yeah something like that yeah 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 langston's like funny story though Someone took the bait. We reeled him in. We threw that line out into the pond. We got some tugging. When we reeled it in, it was a little fishy. Yeah, because he was like, only a very specific person will want to date you, Lily, so I'm going to make sure I find you that man. And Lily's like, damn, I'm smooth. Mm. And Langston's like, uh, yeah, sure, even though I was the one that wrote all the clues. Yes, I was the one with the brain, and you just did your nice girly handwriting. This honestly confuses me a little bit. Like, obviously, if you've read any type of fiction, you know that this is the start of something, right? Yes. Yes. The fact that Langston initiated it all and thought up the original clues, I don't know, I feel like... Langston should date Dash. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, no. No. Because Langston has a boyfriend, Benny. Yes. I feel like their whole, like, relationship is founded on deception. Yes. Or if you are dating someone and you kind of get their friend to do it, like, they don't have an organic kind of meeting, but it's still fine. Like, they still have mutual friends and stuff. Like, if you look at it like that, it makes sense. I guess. I don't know. I just think the fact that Lily... They're so young. I know. Like, it's very hard, I feel like, to begin a genuine relationship in this manner through Langston whilst... They're at the age they are. Anyways. Someone took the bait, so that's exciting. And I think by now, Lily's, like, trying to collate information about Dash. She's like, what does this look like? And everyone's kind of come back being like, he looks kind of snarly. Yeah. She's like, damn it. That's kind of rude. <laughs> yeah. But either way, Lily starts calling Dash snarly in her head. Yeah, because if you don't know, you don't want to be like, mystery guy who answered all my notes and stuff. Like, she can only do it off of that. Exactly. So he's snarly now. Yeah, I don't think he would like that, but... It is what it is. It is what it is. So Lily gets the book back and she's like, damn, he left me some clues. I'm going to also be a detective and follow these. Good on Dash for leaving them. So she's like, yeah, I'll follow these clues. And she ends up in this movie store. Dash's note pretty much just says, leave your response in a movie. Your favourite movie, but... Make sure it's not a Christmas movie. And Lily's like, I'm going to do a Christmas movie. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because why not? 
Because you told me not to. You only live once. YOLO. (laughs) Exactly. That's what the young kids say these days. (laughs) These days. Back in the day, I would never say YOLO. Neither. So she leaves him the Christmas movie, and now we're at Dash's perspective, where he's like, damn, Christmas movie. I specifically stated, no Christmas movie, please. Yeah, you had one job. So in the note that she leaves him, along with the Christmas movie, is, I want you to go get some warm mittens, you know, to get into the Christmas cheer. And he's like, I know exactly where the best mittens are sold. It's Macy's. I'm gonna go to Macy's. What is Macy's? Is it like a... It's like a Target, but for mittens. (laughs) There'll be a Macy's in New York. Not in Australia. No, but we also don't have Walmart or... A winter Christmas. A winter Christmas. Very true. Sad. Very sad. I'd really like a white Christmas. Same. I tell you what I really want. Mm. It's been my dream since I was like a child. Mm-hmm. I really want a big, chunky, ugly Christmas sweater. Same. We should do Christmas in July. Yeah, let's do that. Let's. So he ends up going to Macy's and he finds the mittens and in one of them is a note being like something about bedding. And he's like, I'm going to head to the bedding section. So he goes to the bedding section and he's like fumbling around awkwardly on like the mattresses and the blankets and the pillows and then he finally finds a little note that says go sit on Santa's lap buddy and he's like hell no um but he's kind of in love with Lily by this point so he goes anyway yeah he really wants friends and he goes to I think the elf or the person before you meet Santa and they're like you can only be under 12 years old. And he's like, I am. And they're like, no, you're not. And he's like, no, I am. I really need to go see Santa. Yeah, and they're like, okay, weirdo, but okay. I think the elf is like, stop, you can't go. And he's like, no, get out of my way. Yeah. He's like shoving elves. And Santa's like, no, don't worry. I'm happy to speak to any kid. Yeah. Any normal Santa would have thought like, uh, another lanky, bony kid who's, like, trying to look cool in front of his friends. But then when the Santa's like, oh, he hasn't got any friends with him, he's like, oh, yeah, why not? And Dash goes and sits on Santa's lap, and he's like, have you got something for me? And Santa's like, check out my belly. <laughs> and Dash is like, I don't really want to do that. And he's like, no, really, just stick your hand up there and you can grab the notebook. And Dash is like, this is really kind of gross. Yeah. But he does it anyway. He's like, I'm a, I need to get that notebook. So he sticks his hand up and he's like, it's sweaty, it's gross. And then all the kids are like, that boy's touching Santa. And Santa's like not letting go of Dash. No, he was weird. He got creepy. A little too touchy for my liking. Even really? as a kid, I was like, I'm not sitting on Santa's lap. I've never sat on Santa's lap. I have photos of like five-year-old Aww. me chilling with Santa. So cute. But I'm not a happy camper. Neither is my younger sister. She'd like see Santa and just like cry. Probably because you were nervous too. We all hated Santa. Yeah. No one's a fan. No. Anyways, so he gets the notebook and he opens it and Lily's message basically just says, what's your favorite Christmas memory, Dash? And Dash kind of takes a little think about it and he writes back that when he was eight and his parents, obviously because they're divorced, said that he could have two Christmases rather than one. Yeah, they're like, we could have two Christmases instead of one. And I think they say that for a couple of years after as well, but it never happens. And Dash is like, the reason that's my favourite Christmas is because that's the last Christmas that I had hope. I took a real sad turn real quickly. Yeah, but I guess it's also a part of growing up because he was eight at the time. So you'd have some sort of like young hope. And the older you get, you're like more realistic and rational. And you're like, that's not going to happen in my life. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes me sad that this is the reality for a lot of people. Like my parents aren't divorced. 
But I think it's very sad that some kids have that experience. Right. And I also feel like parents saying that to the kids without following through, at least for the first year. Oh, definitely. Disappointing. But anyways. Yes. So Dash ends up leaving the book at the cinemas, I believe. And it's some movie called Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. (laughs) Yes, that's the one. (laughs) Classic Christmas movie. I hope this is real. Me too. We should watch that too. We should. Now that we know that Fat Hoochie Prom Queen is real. Yes. I kind of want Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Amazing. And so we're back onto Lily's perspective. She's kind of having like an inner monologue just about how weird she is, I guess. So she goes to the cinema and she's trying to find the notebook. But as she's kind of trying to do this... These mums come up to her or something and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. I like your boots. I like everything about you. Yeah, they're like, your boots, adorable. Your beanie, adorable. Yeah. And Lily literally shrieks at them. She's like, I'm not adorable. I'm just a Lily. Ooh, I don't like it. I know. I wrote down, this is the specific part where I started to not like Lily. She's so angsty that it annoys me because I'm like, okay, but they're trying to be nice. It's not even angst. This is what makes me wonder how old they are, because this seems like quite a 12-year-old thing to do, like just starting to sort yourself yeah. out. Yeah. But either way, I don't know, they kind of speak as if Lily's more mature, which makes me not like Lily, because I'm thinking if you're like 17... Shrieking at moms. Yeah. But also like, I don't know why this is stuck in my head, but the moms are like... Okay, Lily, well, I think your mummy needs to get you some Adderall. And they said mummy. Maybe she's a lot younger than we thought. Maybe. So we've just found out that they're actually 16. I did a speed a little Google just then. You did. Very resourceful. Uh, yeah, so now I actually don't like Lily. Yeah. I was willing for a bit of leeway with her kind of obnoxiousness due to her age. But now that I know that she's 16... She is definitely not... A sweet 16. Maybe she looks really young. Maybe that's the issue. Maybe. I don't know. I just feel a bit weird about her being like, I'm just a lily. I know. And a lily too. It's like, okay, what were you trying to do there? Like, be (laughs) ulti? Because you're not. You're lame. Yeah, she's just, I don't know. I get really childish vibes from her. Me too. Which is fine. I mean, it's a kid's book. But it's a 20-something-ish year old. I don't really enjoy how I perceived Lily. Yes, I completely agree with you. And later on, there are things that also start to annoy me. But at this point, I was like, okay, she's an ulti teen, chill. Anyways, and so she finds the notebook and Dash basically asks her, what is your least favorite Christmas memory? And then she does a bit of a rant about this bad Christmas that she had and her pet gerbil died. I think she was a bit traumatized by this, so screaming or shrieking became one of her defense mechanisms. Yeah, it seems kind of weird. I mean, I guess she was young, but I think also it was a combination. Like, I think some other things happened to her around that time period, but the gerbil was the most notable one for her. Yes. And so when people are, like, asking her questions and stuff, she's just like, ah! And this is the part where she realizes that she was a weird girl. It's just phrased in such a weird way. It is. Like, oh, I'm a weird girl. I'm a lily. Yeah, I don't know. This chapter specifically was the start of my lily issues. Yes. I don't know, I just feel like a weird girl. Also, that's not even that weird, like... No, a lot of people scream at random people. (laughs) Chill. It is what it is. If I lost a gerbil, I'd be devastated. Do you guys have pet gerbils? 
Yes, send us a photo of your pet gerbil if you have one. Oh my gosh, please do. And we'll give you a little special mention next week. Yeah. And if you have one of those little like exercise wheels for the little little gerbil, send us a video of that. <laughs> Do gerbils even fit in the exercise wheels? Yeah. I'm so confused on what a gerbil is now. I was okay. I was feeling confident. Well, I thought it was pronounced gerbil until two <laughs> seconds ago. It was so. very funny. You guys... <laughs> Don't get to witness it, unfortunately. No. <laughs> Maybe we can release a bloopers. Yeah. But Alicia very confidently said, yes, Lily's pet gerbil died. Anyways, let us know what you guys think. But at this point, we're a little stuck on how we're supposed to imagine this gerbil. Anyways, moving on. After she grieves about her pet gerbil for the 10th time, she writes back to Dash and asks what he wants for Christmas and also his name. Yeah, she's like, who are you, mysterious boy? I want to know your name. Also, because Lily's, like, addressing her notebook entries to a stranger. Yeah. She's like, hi, you. Yeah. What's up, pal? And also, like, Dash knows Lily's name. It's only fair that Lily knows Dash's name. Yeah. So now we're in Dash's perspective, and he's actually going out with his bestie, Boomer, to see a Disney film. Boomer isn't his real name. It's, I think it was John, we find out later on. But he was nicknamed Boomerang because of his ability to, like, bounce back. And so Dash takes this as the perfect opportunity to pick up the moleskin notebook that Lily has left him, along with some cookies that she made him. Yes. How sweet. Very sweet. And they're, like, watching the movie and munching on these cookies, and Dash is like, I love a woman who can cook. (laughs) And Lily's like, I bought him from Target. (laughs) Imagine. Wouldn't that be awkward if Dash writes in the notebook and he's like, I just think you're such a great cook. I'm so impressed. Like... You are really the next Gordon Ramsay. And Lily's like, oh my gosh, it was actually um, some packet mix I found on the side of the street one time. Yeah. (laughs) Thought I'd make use of it because you're a stranger. No, no, no. Or she'll be like, what cookies? (laughs) (gasps) Oh my god. Oh my god, I want that. That's my new headcanon. Same. And then Boomer's there laughing and he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I, I left the Boomer. cookies. I thought I was going to say, I thought Boomer left the cookies. <laughs> yeah. Boomer's like, I'm a wingman you and pretend it was from her and then yeah. we can all be happy. Yeah. And so Dash is like obsessed over the cookies. And so after the movie, Dash and Boomer head to Madame Tussauds, the wax museum, because the notebook told them to go there. I'm so confused by Lily's creativity. She's like, yeah, a wax museum. That's where all 16-year-olds want to go. Yeah. I love wax museums. I think they're cool. Do you? I've never been to one. They're really cool. You can take a photo with Obama. You can sit in Obama's chair and just, like, chill out with him for a while. And they give you the perfect, like, selfie angles. So in, like, 2013, I was like, this is the stuff. I mean, I find them kind of creepy. They are, but they're like because I feel funny. like they look human, but not quite human. They look so human. It's so weird in photos and stuff. It's so weird. Anyways, they're at the creepy wax museum, and Dash is kind of struggling to work out how to answer Lily's question. Yes, he's like, I don't even know what I do want, and then it hits him. He's like, I really, really want an Oxford dictionary, but not just the one Oxford dictionary. It's the expanded dictionary with the multiple volumes. What a weird kid. Yeah, and also, why did this come to him in a wax museum? Was he looking at, like, I don't know, Michelle Obama and was like, I, for some reason, love knew it. you were going to say Obama. <laughs> yeah, because I said Obama yeah, so much. Yeah, you're like, I just got to keep on going with it. That's this. all I remember from being at the wax museum is the Obamas. Yeah. He's like, I know this is a very big dictionary. I know it's um, very expensive, but that is what I want. Yeah, I think this is when we really realize um, Dash is a nerd. He's a cute nerd. Oh, yeah. And he's really just into literature. Yeah. Like, 
I know at the start it obviously sets it up that he's interested because he's in a bookstore. Yeah. But this is when I realised, I was like, oh, he, he's really into literature. He's super dedicated. So then we switch back to Lily's perspective and she finds the notebook and she's like, damn, Dash is kind of cute. He's our nerd. I am also kind of nerd. Maybe we'd be nerd together. Yeah, but she is annoyed because the other thing that she asked him is his name, which he didn't give it to her because he was like, it'll be too specific, which I get. Like, how many people are going to be called Dash, you know? True, and I think his full name is, like, Dashiel. Yeah. Or something like Dashiel. that. And he's like, however, here's a hint, though. You can use it in a sentence. And then Lily's like, cool, I might just think about this for a little while. Yeah. So as Lily's kind of chilling at home, being disappointed in Dash for, like, the fourth time or whatever. <laughs> Poor Dash. He's really trying his best. He is. And I get it, but she doesn't know. If she finds out at that point that his name's Dash, she'll be like, oh, yeah, I would have totally found out way sooner. So, anyways, Langston, Lily's brother, then comes in and we find out that he was actually just outside sleeping under the stars with his boyfriend, Benny. I think Benny's my favourite character in the whole book, to be honest. He's so cute. He's like, I think he's Spanish. Yeah. Love it. That's your type. Like, Mexican-Spanish. I do. I do like Hispanic men. Yes. Anyways, and they have a cold. And Langston's like, oh, Lily, please take care of me. I'm sick. And Lily's like, I do not think so. I have better stuff to be doing. <laughs> like Dash. Yeah. And yeah. Langston's like, you're going to regret that, especially when you're in Fiji and I'm alone here in New York City. And Lily's like, what? Hold on a second. Rewind. What you talking about? And so we find out that her parents have actually just decided that they are considering moving to Fiji the next year and taking Lily with them. And Lily's like, what? Yeah. And she's like, there is no way I'm doing that. I don't want to move to Fiji with my parents. Like, I want to be here. So I'm moving with my grandpa. And Langston's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Because grandpa right now is in Florida proposing to his girlfriend, Mabel. That's such random timing. Like, a lot of this is so jumbled. It's all of a sudden like, oh, you can't do that because this whole other thing with a whole other plotline is happening. It's all very a lot of information overload. Yeah, but I also like it because I'm like, oh, true, it is almost Christmas. Like, he probably wants to do that, like the grandpa. So it's like, oh, I get it. Like, it's the Christmas rush. I want a whole novella on the grandpa and Mabel. I don't think I like Mabel. The way that Lily describes her, she wants to be called Glamour. And that already, for me, is an issue in itself. I would love to have a glamour. Would you? Yeah. My grandparents are glamours. They're, like, glamorous and cool. No, but this woman, Mabel, she wants to be called glamour. She doesn't want to be called grandma. She uh. wants the kids to be like, hi, glamour, nice to see you. And I don't know how I feel about glamour. Fair. I mean, if she's glamorous and every time you look at her you think of glamour, then maybe it makes sense. But who knows? Because Lily is kind of angsty and just self-deprecating it sometimes. I mean, yeah, but also, in addition to that, I guess, glamour is not her glamour. You know? Like, yeah. she'll be marrying into the family when Lily's, like, 17. True. And obviously, she doesn't know glamour or Mabel a lot because she didn't even know that they were proposing. Yeah. And Lily already hates glamour anyway, so... Sorry, Mabel, but I don't think you're going to be called Glamour by Lily. Yeah. Anyways, Lily's stressed because she thinks that her plans are not working out. 
And so in her response to Dash, she just writes a very long-winded kind of message about belief and how it's important, but she doesn't have it anymore, and that's what she wants for Christmas, to believe again. It's very philosophical, I feel like. It is very philosophical. It's age-appropriate for her. That's true. In comparison to... I'm just a lily. Yeah, I know. Big U-turn there. Yeah, she confuses me. Yeah, this bit's kind of weird and random, but Dash makes Lily go to a make-your-own-Muppet workshop. I literally don't have words. (laughs) I'm so confused, but also I'd love that. For some reason, if they were like, yeah, go to Build-A-Bear and build a bear, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but I feel like Build-A-Bear and Build-A-Muppet are quite different. However, I can jump on board the Build-A-Bear idea. Love it. Let's do I've it. I've never been to Build-A-Bear. Me neither. We should do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Maybe we should make a TBR Build-A-Bear. <gasps> he can become like our mascot. Yeah. And you guys can pick and vote for a name for him. Or her. Or them. Maybe we can like live stream the event or something. Oh, that would be fun. I feel like that'd be super fun. Yeah. Maybe it'll be our Christmas present to ourselves. <laughs> Maybe. And to you guys, if you guys want that. Yes. Anyways. So she goes to the Muppets Workshop and that's where she meets... Boomer. Yeah, she's like in there and she's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm John. I'm the bestie. Yeah. And she's like, well, have you got a notebook for me? And he's like, I do. Yes, I do. And whilst they're chatting, Lily's like, I'm gonna make a Muppet. And she's like, I don't even know. She's like gluing bits of felt together, I guess. And so she's making this Muppet and she's like taking extreme care making it. And she's like, you know what? I'm gonna name it Snarly Muppet after Snarly. AKA Dash. Yeah. And so she gives the finished Muppet Snarly to Boomer to give to Dash. And the notebook. Yeah, and the notebook too. The most important part. Exactly. And now we're in Dash's perspective and he is desperately trying to get any information out of Boomer about Lily. He's like, what does she look like? What size are her boobs? (laughs) (laughs) That was his first question. He was just like, okay, right to the important information. No, he's like, is she tall? Is she short? What colour hair does she have? Oh, this and that. And Boomer's like, nah. Zippity doodah, not saying. Which surprised me because I feel like Boomer's the kind of guy who's like, let me tell ya, I got the gossip. Exactly. I got the gossip. I got the gossip. I'm a gossip queen. Boomer's a gossip. Boomer is. <gasps> Boomer's the cereal. <gasps> Boomer is the bagra. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to any of our episodes, that's going to be very confusing. But we're basically saying in every single series or every single like world that an author builds, we find a gossip girl. Yeah. We, we do. choose one character. Yeah. I mean, in the case of the Shadow and Bone series, we chose, like, three. Yeah. But we choose some characters, and they are the official gossip girl of the series. Yes! And it's Boomer. XOXO Boomer slash John. I feel like Boomer should have a really creative name, like... Hyphen. Dash and hyphen. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I also feel like Boomer's just, like, a cutie in general. Like, he could be a Charlie. Yeah! Not a John. No. Maybe he's a Johnny. Even Johnny doesn't quite sound right for Boomer, though. But John is kind of Jack sometimes, and I feel like Jack is like a more like, Hey, I'm Jack! Hey, ladies, the name's Jack. I'm ready to play. I got your back. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Dash is like holding Snarly the Muppet, and he's like, This Muppet looks like if Animal and Miss Piggy had sex. I wonder what that looks like. An ugly, ugly one. Can someone face morph it for us? Yeah, we're just getting you guys to send all these things to us. We'll retweet it on our Twitter. Yes, we will definitely retweet if you guys send it to us. Please do. Yes. I'd love a nice little snarly Muppet. Same. I also feel bad for Dash because... It's based off of him. Exactly. It sounds like a horrifying creature. And Lily's like, yeah, I pictured Dash to look like this. Well, Lily probably doesn't have great art skills anyways. 
So Dash's dad calls after this, and it's a little bit awkward because, just to remember, Dash's parents are divorced, and I think he may not have the best relationship with his dad. Yeah, I think he lives with his mum and has very little interaction with his dad. Yes. A little bit earlier, Dash decided to open some of his presents or something, and he's like, thanks for the presents, Dad. And his dad's like, presents? And Dash is like, oh, of course, he didn't get me anything. Mm. And, like, obviously Christmas is not all about the presents, but I can understand, like, as a 16-year-old, you kind of expect presents from your parents. Yeah, or just some sort of acknowledgement, like, even a card will do. Yeah. So I find that a bit sad for Dash. Me too. And that's kind of the end of Dash's conversation. He's like, oh no, the gingerbread, they're drowning. I I gotta go, see ya. (laughs) Bye! So, after this awkward and disappointing phone conversation, Dash is like, alright, I'm going to focus on this Lily notebook thing. Mm -hmm. And so he follows Lily's clues and goes to the Nutcracker place. What is the Nutcracker place? (laughs) I guess it's like a gingerbread kingdom, but just like a Nutcracker place. What is a gingerbread kingdom? We have it in Melbourne. It's really cool. It's a part of the Christmas festival and there's just like life-size gingerbread things. Can you eat them? No, oh. but they are made out of gingerbread. It's like a gingerbread football stadium. A gingerbread Oh, is it like statue. those sandcastle building competitions? Yeah, or like Legos. Ah. It's like that, but it's called the Gingerbread Kingdom. I really love gingerbread. Yeah. Like, I eat gingerbread all year round. Again, I've never had it, but I would love to have some. We can record your reaction <laughs> next week on the podcast. Imagine if it's like disappointing. It won't be because I like ginger flavored things. So now Dash is at the Nutcracker place and he leaves the red notebook with Snarly the Muppet. And he's like, Snarly, watch over the notebook for me, buddy. I also feel like it's kind of rude, though, because Lily, obviously, with her entire heart, made this Snarly Muppet for Dash. And he's like, catch you later, Snarly. See ya never. I'd actually really like for us to find out Dash's reaction when Dash realises Snarly is what Lily thought Dash looked like. True. Maybe in the next book he'll be like, haha, did you base it off of Boomer? Because Boomer's ugly. And she's like, no, I base it off of you. R.I.P. Dash. Anyways, and now we're back into Lily's perspective. And Lily's actually FaceTiming her parents. Obviously, this is a tense FaceTime because she's just found out that they want to move to Fiji with her. Yes, and I think when she gets into intense situations, she has this little whiteboard and she just doesn't speak. She just, like, writes her answers. So her parents are like, hi, Lily, Merry Christmas. And she just, like, holds up the whiteboard and it's like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And they're like, is Lily Bear sad? And she's like, yeah, I'm sad. We're <sighs> moving to VG and you didn't tell me. I would be sad too. But also, if parents call you Lily Bear, you're just not going to be as mature as other kids. Well, to be fair, everyone calls her Lily Bear. And that's another thing that made me question how old they were. Yeah. But I mean, I guess my parents definitely have nicknames for me that are not the most mature nicknames. <laughs> I don't think I have any nicknames other than Alicia and Leash and Ally. Because nothing really rhymes with Alicia. My full name's Olivia. Yeah. Shock. <laughs> this is a new fact for all you listeners. Yeah. But I have, like, Liv. Olive. And I get called Ollie a lot as well. My parents really like to call me Squeevy, which is, like, based off Livy. Yeah. But okay. I understand that a bit more now. I think I just didn't understand because I didn't grow you up You just don't with nicknames. have nicknames. <laughs> That's right. It's just, like, a nickname in general. Like, I get pumpkin, chicken, bloss. I get bloss a lot. A lot of parents call their kids pumpkin, though. Not just in Australia. 
Yeah, that's true. Like, how are you going, pumpkin? Yeah, maybe it's like a Western culture kind of thing. Anyways, moving on. Um, <laughs> now that we've got that one out of the way. Yes. Her parents are also quite patronizing, but this FaceTime doesn't go super great because she's really mad about it. So after that disappointing FaceTime, Lily goes to visit her great aunt. Yes. And they discuss Dash a little bit. And Lily's like, here's my situation. I got myself a notebook boy. What am I doing here? And I guess after they've had this discussion, Lily heads back home and she reads the notebook and the notebook's like, head over to this bar. And she's like, does Notebook Boy even know me? Am I a bar kind of gal? No. She's a library kind of gal. She is. Dash is not a bar kind of guy. No, but I feel like he would enjoy a nice glass of red wine with his favourite poetry book. Oh, yes. In front of the fire. Yeah. And the fire's like crackling and he's wearing like... <laughs> Little glasses. Reading, yeah, reading glasses. Cute. And he's just like sipping his wine whilst reciting poetry. Yeah, wine is such a dash thing. Or a bit of bourbon. But like adult dash. Yeah. Not 16 year old dash. No, no, We no. don't condone underage drinking. No, after 21 dash. 21? America. Oh, I always yeah. forget that. Because yeah. our legal drinking age is 18, 18 here. Yeah, things work differently. Yeah, but in my ideal world, Dash is Australian, and he's drinking wine by the fireplace and reading poetry. I love an American, so I'll just keep him American, but he's 21. It's a few years later. Watch out, American listeners. (laughs) Alicia's coming for you. (laughs) I love Americans. Anyways. (laughs) Just throw that one in there. I love them. (laughs) I do. Anyways, so Lily ends up going to the bar slash club, and it's actually, like, a cool funky kind of vibe and there's hipster bands playing great vibes overall and she like dances and everything she's like i'm really she does. feeling myself she lets loose a little bit and she's like oh my god dash gave me what i asked for christmas like hope and belief yeah as she's like swirling around with this big i guess crowd of people who can't see her and she can't see them because you know like in bars yeah not bars like clubs when you're dancing and it's yeah. like you're so collectively dancing but so anonymously at the same time mm-hmm. either way i think she likes that yeah i agree and so she goes to the bathroom and in a typical club bar bathroom there's always writing or graffiti on the wall there's always people who are like these people were here jay loves l yeah jay loves l i hate this person <laughs> probably some inappropriate stuff <laughs> yeah, there too yeah, yeah anyways and she's like looking at the writing on the wall and she's like I actually kind of really vibe this And she also finds the note from Dash, and he's like, give the notebook to the handsome Gunshu wearing a fedora hat. Yes. And she's like, oh my god, Dash is here. He wears fedoras? What? Lame. And then she's like, kind of went going to find this Gumshoe guy. And she's like, yeah, this is not Dash. No. And she gets scared. She's like, oh my god. Fedoras! Yeah, I think the guy kind of went towards her and she got a little bit put off because also... I think they're in a group, aren't they? Yeah. She's probably like, oh my god. Very intimidating. She thought she was going to be like taken or something. So she freaks out, runs in the opposite direction, but in a really Cinderella fashion, actually leaves one of her boots in her hurry. What a classic cliched moment. Yeah. And it's a boot too, so it's like she's trying to be ulti. She don't got no glass slipper. And the next day, Dash is hanging with his friends Dov and Yoni, and they're like, hey, so your notebook girl left this boot behind. And Dash is like, oh, wow, this is such a great clue. Like, maybe, you know, it means something. And he's, like, looking for a clue and stuff, and he's, like, retracing his steps to try and work it out. 
and he like begins at Macy's and he's like, where's Santa? I want to see Santa. The person answering the phone is like, Santa is so busy. He got stuff to do. It's like Christmas. He has letters to answer. Yes. Presents to give. Yes. Reindeer to ride. Yes. Other 16-year-old children to creepily feel up. Cookies to eat. Milk to dunk them in. Mrs. Claus to hang out with. Yeah. So obviously Dash is very disappointed by this because he thought he was onto something, but obviously not. And so he returns home and he starts to write to Lily. But because Lily ran away before giving the notebook, he doesn't really have much to go off of. And he just feels like it's not the same vibe as it would be if he had the notebook with him. I think he buys some postcards. Yeah. But he doesn't address it to Lily. He just, like, leaves them unaddressed, I yeah. think. It's like a little diary, kind of. Just, yeah. like, entries. But he does make the point that it's not the same as writing to Lily. Yes. Or at least his idea of Lily. That's right. And then he begins to think about his ex-girlfriend, Sophia. Sophia, who's probably confused because of the joys of gay sex. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Sophia's friend who saw him. Yeah, but Priya 100% texted yeah, Sophia she... after leaving. She's like, or during. You won't believe what I just found. And yeah. she's like, hey, Priya, it's so nice to hear from you. What's up? And she's yeah. like, um, your boy or is, your ex-boy, Dash. Is researching the joys of gay sex. Um, did you... What was the reason you told me you guys broke up again? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I moved away. But inside she's like, oh, he was gay the whole time. <laughs> As he's thinking about this, I guess he's pondering and being like, oh, she's so different from Sophia. Like, these are the differences. Yeah, and I guess he's thinking about this as well because he's like, there's a party on tonight. And remember, Priya was like, Sophia's coming back in town. Yeah. And he knows that Sophia's going to be at the party. So he's like debating a few things. And he's like, also, I'm supposed to be in Sweden. So what are we going to do? <laughs> yes. Anyway, he ends up going to the party. And when he gets there, he bumps into Sophia, inevitably, because we need some drama, obviously. We do. And they just, like, chill a little bit. It's kind of chill. It is. But I think they're reminiscing, but in, like, a really kind of tense way. I was expecting, like, drama, though. Same. Like, I was expecting, you're gay? Yeah, or for Sophia to not be a great person. Yeah, I was actually kind of expecting her to be a little bit of a bitch. And, like, Dash would be like... Hey, long time no see. And she's like, I'm too good for you. Yeah, I mean, so far, everything in this book is so chill. Like, all the characters are so chill. Yeah. Anyway, they end up kind of going... I think they go to a room so they can just, like... Catch up a bit. Yeah. And they accidentally walk in on Yoni and Dov making out. Sexy. Little bit awkward. And Dash is like, this is the joy of gay sex. (laughs) Found it. Got it. Got it. And so as Sophia is kind of talking to Dash about everything that happened in Spain, she actually told him that she fell in love in Spain, but it didn't work out. And Dash is like, funny you should say that, because I kind of but not really have a gal of my own. And he explains the whole, like, notebook situation to Sophia, and Sophia's like, oh my god, this is the girl in your head. And Dash is like, what? I beg your pardon? Yeah. And she's like, you know, every guy and girl have this image of their perfect and ideal person in their head. And you've literally just described this Lily character to me, and she's yours. And Dash is like, oh my god, legit. Yeah, so I think he's pretty excited, but he's also like, whoa, I didn't even think of that. Because I think Sophia also says, I will never fit in with that girl in your head. Like, every guy compares the girl that they're seeing to the girl in their head, but Lily's apparently the one. And I think Sophia's also like, you know, you were never the guy in my head, and I was never the girl in your head. Yes, Very mature conversation there, Sophia. Actually acting 
their age. Yeah, I like Sophia. I like her vibe. So do I. Oh, but I would definitely fall in love with a Spanish man if I moved to Spain. Well, she did, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. Probably because she couldn't dance or something like that. She couldn't bachata. Yeah, her hips were not swinging the way that he wanted her Her hips did lie. Yeah, they did. She was like, I love dancing, and then he's doing fancy salsa stuff, and she's like, ah, I was talking about, like, bop it and lock it. (laughs) And jam. And then I can't stop the beat, the motion of the ocean, and he's like, what ocean? Where are we going? I love that. Same. But anyways, and so now we're back to Lily's perspective. Grandpa's back. Grandpa is back. I wonder how the proposal went. (laughs) Anyways, but first we find out that her grandpa grounds her because she got back late from the club that night. That she lost her shoe. She had a Cinderella moment. You know, it was a moment of weakness, but still happened. And even as Langston, her brother, low-key covers for her, her grandpa is still furious because it's very unlike her to come home after curfew. And also, she's 16. Yeah. Like, reading this, to be honest, when I first read it, I was like, damn, grandpa's got to chill. Like, she's, you know, old enough to be independent. Like, she's got this. And then I was like, 16 16 years old. If I had have stayed up until 3.30 a.m. and, like, come home, I'm pretty sure my parents would, like, murder me. If I was up past 3.30 a.m. at the age of 16, just in my bedroom, safely at home, my parents would still be like, I'm grounding you. That's too late. <laughs> You're awake. Yeah. How Either way, you? like, Lily makes a huge deal of it. She's like, it was only 3.30. It's not even that bad. And I'm like, excuse you. 3.30 is pretty late. But also now that I'm, like, older. Yeah. There's no way I would stay up until 3.30. Anyways. Lily is stressed now because she didn't get to return the notebook. So Dash and Lily are both stressed, but they don't know, which is kind of cute. I love how we know what both of them are thinking. I kind of feel like it's that camp rock moment, you know? Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. What's that song? It's like, like, fire and rain. Fire and rain. And it's got, like, split screen and yeah. they're both, like, staring, like, staring, like, at each other, like, with all this emotion and stuff. I feel like that's Dash and Lily. It's yes. like, I hope in the TV series... It's true. Two split screens. Yes. And Dash is being like, no notebook. Oh my god. And Lily's like, what Didn't am I give him a do? notebook. And she's like hugging the notebook to her chest yeah. and like gazing at the window. I was thinking of like Princess and the Pauper where it's like, oh my life, I've always wanted. And then they're like, and one's on the balcony and the other one's on the poor balcony. And then they're just like, free. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Now we get to find out what happened at the Florida proposal with Mabel. Glamour. And it actually didn't work out so well. Glamour said no to Grandpa's proposal. She did. And so Lily's like, prob's a bad time to be like, oh, I don't want to be grounded. But also just like a prob's a bad time in general for Grandpa to come home and be like, it is literally 3.30. Yeah. Glamour just turned me down. Yeah, I left you for a weekend and this is what you give me. Rebellion. Yeah, 16. Mm, mm. She's going through a phase. She is. She is a whole phase. But also like, how did she get into a club if she's 16? Is it even like a club club? Maybe she thought it was a club, but it was just like a party. <laughs> Seems like something Lily would do, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I think apparently Glamour, like, is happy living the free lifestyle. She doesn't want to be tied down or something. Yeah, she's in Florida. She's doing great. Does Florida equal living the free life? Compared to New York, I really think so. So, after this, Lily's like, okay, I know you're not in a great state. And then the grandpa takes her out for brunch. But it's with, like, a group of his friends. And Lily's like, this is weird. 
I'm gonna leave early. I'm gonna hit it and quit it. I think they insult her a little bit. They're like, but Lily, she was out until 4am, but she's only a child. And Lily's like, I'm so done with old men patronizing me. Right. And so she leaves. And as she's kind of doing a grumpy thing and being like, oh, I hate men. She bumps into someone and she recognizes that it's Edgar Theobald. And the first thing she knows, she's like, who gave him the right to look so damn pretty now? Yeah, because they used to go to school together. He killed her gerbil. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and I'm pretty Rude. sure at one point she's like, so tell me, Edgar, um, do you still kill gerbils? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. Killed one just before. A couple yeah. of hours ago. Just a little time to decompress. Yeah. Bit of me time. Gerbil hunting. And Lily gets butterflies. Not from the gerbil killing. <laughs> from his glow up. She's like, that is a man that I like to hit it. Yes. And maybe not quit it. No. Anyway, and we're back at Dash's perspective. Yes. And he's in the Strand. The bookshop. Yes, he is. And he's currently bugging the shop assistant to tell him about Lily because she's been there. He knows that somehow this store man is related to Lily. Yes. And he's being super annoying and he's like, please, 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 please. I need it. Like, he's like, this is what's happened. Like, I didn't get that notebook. I'm sure he didn't go into all the specifics, but he was desperate. I feel like he did. Yeah, I, I wanted like, to. I don't think you understand. Mark, <laughs> I need Lily right now. Yeah. And he's like, please, I'm just going to annoy you all day. Um... I'll Just stop annoying me. you. I'll never speak to you again if you tell me where Lily is. Yes. And the shop assistant, Mark, is like, okay, sounds like an absolutely terrific plan. Um, here's Lily's aunt's address. And Dash is like, thanks, cheers, bye, catch up. Yes. So he shows up at the aunt's house and Lily is not there, but the aunt is. And they're like, you. You. Because I think they met briefly at like the Nutcracker thing or something. Yeah. Anyway, something strange like that because Lily just has... Contacts everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, and they're like, hey, we know each other. And she's like, come in, have some tea. And she full-on interrogates him. She's like, do you like tea? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, what kind of tea do you like? And they just, like, talk for ages. And then she's like, so, um, are you a bedwetter? And he's like, uh, no. No. And she's like, not even, like, a little drop occasionally? And he's like, uh, no. How's this relevant? (laughs) And she's like, just checking. Anyway, and she interrogates him some more. And eventually she's like, it's time. And he's like, yeah, it is. I want to meet her. Yes. So then we switch to Lily's perspective again. Yes. And Edgar and Lily are going on a little bit of a date. Yeah. And Edgar is taking Lily to see Grandma Was Run Over by a Reindeer. Or whatever that movie title was called. Yes. And Edgar, during the movie, is like drawing circles on her little skirt and putting the moves on. And she's got like embroidered poodles. This is another one of my huge issues. And Lily turns to him and she's like, ruff, ruff. Cringe. I'm sorry, <laughs> but why would you do that? And on his first date, too, I'm like, don't let him know you're a freak on the first date. She, I get the impression she might be a horse girl. True. No, she's a dog girl. She's no, obsessed. But, like, if she lived in the country, she'd be a horse, horse girl. Horse girl, yeah. And she'd be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how minute. you think a horse sounds like? Your horse sounds like that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, he literally sounds like that. I love it. He him. sounds very feminine. Okay, I'm not a man. I can't give a man... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyways, and after the movie, they actually head to a party. Yes. So at the party, she's like there for a little bit, and she ends up getting super drunk and just like dancing and stuff, and her and Edgar are kind of like in a little secluded corner situation. Yeah. And she's like, I've never been properly kissed before. I'd really like Edgar to kiss me. Yes. And they're both like leaning in. 
and she sees this guy in the corner of eye and he's holding her boot. Edgar's like, Dash? And this guy's like, did you drop our red notebook over there? <laughs> and Lily's like, your name is Dash? Ooh. But then she burps. Because she's drunk. I mean, yeah, but then she's like, if we got married, I would be Mrs. Dash. And she passes out. Not the most... Oh, it just doesn't show her in the best light at all. And also, it's very uncharacteristic, but it was described in such a way that was like, I don't know, usually if characters are like that, I'm like, haha, yeah, let loose. But I'm like, all she does all day is friggin' let loose and just fly around everywhere. Yeah, look, I don't know, I'm just not a fan of Lily. She just kind of irritates me a bit. Yeah, me too. I prefer Sophia. <laughs> Same. I prefer Boomer. I, wish I we love had a whole Boomer. book on Boomer. Yes. Anyways, obviously, Dash is very disappointed because I think he had this idea of Lily in his head and what he saw was not it. As he realizes she's drunk, he solidifies this idea that, yep, this is all fake. The perfect woman for me doesn't exist. I'm very disappointed. I think he just, like, had Lily on a pedestal in his mind. He's like, she can do no wrong. And now he's just seen her, like, almost hook up with his friend and pass out. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, he does decide to take Lily home because he is a gentleman. And so the entire way to Lily's aunt's house, Lily's, like, apologizing to Dash. But it's, like, pathetic at this point. It's, like, It just annoys me. Like, I think they're in a taxi. And she turns to the driver and she's, like, tell him I'm sorry. And the driver's, like, yeah, the girl's sorry. And Dash is, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Again, this is a book I'd really love if I was younger. Me too. But now that I've read other books with stronger character development and even more mature main characters in general, I don't know, it just pushes my buttons a little bit. Yeah, I completely understand that and I agree. So they're at the apartment and Dash is basically forced to carry her inside because she's literally too drunk to walk. And he leaves the red notebook on a dresser as the respectful man that he is and tells her aunt, Ida, that she should tell Lily not to take the whole thing so seriously. Yeah, I think Lily's just so regretful. Dash is like, really? It's fine. Let's move on. The most annoying thing here... Is you. (laughs) That you keep on apologizing. Yes, and also we don't know each other, but we do know each other. Like, don't apologize. It's fine. You're drunk. Just sleep. Yes. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed by their meeting, to be honest. Me too. I would have liked a nice little, like, proper meet cute. Yeah, I know. Like, they... One day bump into each other in the street and they have intense eye contact and fall in love. Or something like that. Or they go to the same, like, library and they, like, And they both the reach... Yeah yeah, 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 Even if they didn't have, like, friends and stuff that were in on it, it would have been nicer to, like, one person was leaving it and then the other person sees them and they're like, oh, it's... Hello, it's you. Anyways. So he buys these postcards a bit later on, and he basically just writes things down. I think that's his kind of outlet, is to write things down. And so he didn't really know who he was writing it to, but it was either Lily or the idea of Lily. It was just something like that. I think at this point it definitely is the idea of Lily, because now that he's met her in person, he's like, oh, she's not who I thought she was. I'm going to write to who I had thought her to be in my head. Yes, Maybe even, like, mourning the idea of her a little bit. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. And so, after this, he does a few postcards, I think, and he's just like, this is what's going on, it sucks, and he actually ends up bumping into Sophia, because he's at the place where Sophia is staying, like a complex. Yes. And on that note, we switch back to Lily's perspective. She's kind of hanging out with her aunt, and her aunt is like, 
I really like Dash. Mm. And Lily's like, okay, <laughs> sounds legit. I trust Great Aunt Ida. Yeah. She's a winner. Yeah. We love her. Love her. So she texts Edgar, and she's like, where can I find Dash? And Edgar, I mean, surprisingly, is like, yeah, sure, here's his address. Yeah, Edgar doesn't care. Edgar's like, got to touch your embroidered poodles. I'm good to go. <laughs> Tick, done, let's go. Yep. And so Lily actually finds where Dash is staying eventually, and she leaves a box of English breakfast tea, which the aunt said was his favourite, and the notebook, and also a note inside of it just saying how bad she felt about her drunk behaviour, and she gives both of them to the doorman. Yeah, and she's like, hey, give this to my dude Dash. Yeah, you'll know him. He looks a little snarly. Yeah, he does. He looks like this Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And then we're back to Dash's perspective, and he wakes up next to Sophia. I'm pretty sure they just, like, cuddled all night. But either way, it seems like a very weird thing to do with your ex. Yeah, but I think he was just so disappointed that he's like, I don't know what else to do now. You're single. I'm single. Like, it's not like him and Lily were dating or anything. I think he was just, literally, they literally just say that they cuddled. Like, nothing happened. They're just friends. Yeah, but they do wake up next to each other. So, a little bit suggestive. But, anyways, they're in Sophia's bedroom, and... They are rudely interrupted because her dad walks in the room. And so Dash dashes under the bed to hide. Yeah, and it's super awkward because the dad, like, lies down on the bed and he's like, I'm literally going to be squished. (laughs) This bed is bending and I'm going to die under this bed. Like all good teen books and movies, there's always someone hiding under the bed. Oh, it has to happen. It's I'm pretty sure it's on the checklist of making a good teen movie 101. Definitely. Anyways, and so during this walk of shame, Dash is walking down the street, heading home, And this random little kid just throws a snowball at him. And Dash is not in the best mood. He's like, rude, you hit my yogurt. Yeah, right. And so Dash throws snow back, but it accidentally hits a kid in the eye. And he's like, oh my god. And this kid's like, I've been shot. And it's like (laughs) falling over. And the moms are like, he just tried to attack my son. And he's like taking photos and everything. And everyone's like, what is going on? Like, this is a really chaotic and hectic situation. Yeah. So Dash runs away very quickly because these mums are just yelling at him. And literally, like, I think a few minutes later, Boomer sends him a link to Mummy Blog, which is a blog where mums, like, post stuff that's like, yeah. oh, this is the newest trend. This is a weird person. Stay away from him. Of course Boomer's in on it. I don't understand. Yes, Dash is like, in. um, so you part of the mummy blog squad and Boomer's like yeah it's really entertaining I really love it it's something I feel like it's Boomer's keeping up with the Kardashians he's like addicted and the mums love him like he knows all the kids he's like how's Freddie going no I bet you Boomer is like an anonymous poster but he pretends he's a mum he's like you know my little son Benji he had a really big day at the park and the mums are like oh you're such a good daddy I knew that he was gonna be a gossiper But yes, anyways, in this mummy blog post, it says, Crimson Alert, attacker in park, and it has a photo of Dash on it. Not like a super photo photo, though. I think it's like part of his beanie. Like, it's a horrid photo. A quick shot. And all the comments are like, ugh, pervert. People like this should die. Like, really dramatic stuff. So intense. And Dash is like, I'm a criminal now. (laughs) Who would have thunk it? But I am. First I share a bed with Sophia and now I'm doing crime. I'm a man on the streets. I'm a changed man, but in a bad way. That's right. So I think Dash heads home after his traumatizing event there. Yes. 
he's writing a few more of those postcards to like you know that imagined idea of Lily yeah. or this anonymous being. Yeah. And he's like, "Ooh, I actually do kind of want to get to know Lily more." And he's like, "Boomer, bud, come over. I got a job for you, my man." And Boomer's like, "I'm ready, and I'm getting my mama squat on it too." <laughs> It's just... And then all the moms show up and they're like, you, you're the (laughs) attacker. Yeah, they'll recognize him. Anyways, and now we're back in Lily's perspective and we find out that Grandpa is going to do a romantic gesture and he's off to work things out with his Florida girlfriend. Glamour. Glamour. Or Mabel. Yes. But she's glamour to us now. Yeah, that's right. And Lily's life is actually a little bit more busy because Cousin Mark, who I think works at The Strand... He actually asks Lily to walk co-worker Mark's dog. Yeah, so I think the thing is is that there's, like, five different Marks that yeah. works at the store. Because yeah. when Dash called up the bookstore, he's like, i got to talk to Mark. This was ages ago when he was trying to find Lily. Yeah. And the person was like, well, which Mark? There's, like... Ten of us here. There's, like, a thousand Marks. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know, he's kind of tall. And they're like, yeah, there's seven of them. Yeah, exactly. And anyway, she goes to the Strand... And she runs into Boomer. And she's like, whatcha doing here? And he's like, I was hoping I'd run into you, um, but also can you just like go away, pretend you didn't see me hiding this red notebook, and then you can come back again later. And she's like, yeah, okay, sounds legit. Do you want to come and like get some crepes with me? Yeah. I don't think it's crepes, but it's something like that. It might be like dessert pizza or something. Yeah. Maybe it's just regular pizza. Maybe. I think they just go out for lunch. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go out for lunch. And this is like a whole ass crew. I think it's some other person they bumped into. It's Lily. It's Cousin Mark and Boomer. And Boomer's like raving about Dash because he's ultimate wingman, TM. Cousin Mark makes some weird comment. He's like, yeah, I saw the post on the mummy blog. Um, why is he eating yogurt? (laughs) And Boomer's like, because Dash loves yogurt. He really does. And like all this other stuff. And Mark's like, I think Dash might be gay. I think it's a specific brand of yogurt too. It seems like a very Dash thing. Yeah, definitely. And then Boomer's like, no, 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 he's definitely not gay. He has like a gorgeous ex-girlfriend. And Lily's like, I beg your pardon. And then Cousin Mark's like, I really don't like Dash. And Lily's like, no, I think you do. I think you like Dash a lot. Because I like Dash. But I think you don't like Dash because I like Dash. Yeah. Like, it's a protective family member. Yeah. Lily's like, I kind of like this guy. And Cousin Mark's like, you're not dating until you're 50. Not good enough for you. Lily is very, very determined to find Dash. And, I don't know, apologize, work things out with him, let him know that she is not the person that he saw that night. Yes. And so she makes a sign being like, I want the Crimson Alert boy. (laughs) She's like, wanted, need to speak to him to discuss. A literal sign. And as she's like, mind you, she's still got that dog that she's walking, Boris. Yes. And she's walking away from putting that sign up. And she bumps into Dash and she's like, is it too late to turn around and take that sign down? Because that's embarrassing. Damn. And Dash is like, okay, well, uh, what's up? And she's like, "Uh, let's go for a walk. And then we go back to Dash's perspective, and things are kind of awkward, but then Boris suddenly runs off, and Lily falls over. Because Boris is a big dog. Like, you can tell his name. Boris. I think he's, like... A greyhound? No, no, no. I think he's, like... A great dame. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This shows how much of a dog person you are. Yeah. I'm a gerbil person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so Dash goes after the dog because, again, he is a very polite gentleman. He's like, I gotta look after this doggo. Yeah, and as he's trying to be the hero, he actually runs into the kid who he threw snow into. 
and the kid's like <laughs> wearing an eye patch. Yeah. And the mom's like, look, it's the guy who attacked my son before. Yes. And all the moms are like, yeah, well, let's get him. And then I think he gets cornered by the group of mothers. <laughs> yes, and someone accidentally like <laughs> I'm a bit confused what goes on here. Same. I think I was just so in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm picturing like all these women like lunging in slow motion towards Dash and this baby randomly flying in the air and Lily like diving and catching the baby. I'm imagining that scene in the Lion King at the end when Scar like falls into that bit and then all the hyenas are like ganging up on him. <laughs> So Lily rushes to catch this baby. She's basically the hero of the hour. But then she gets accused of trying to steal the baby. And they call the police. Yeah. And that is how Dash and Lily end up in a prison cell. So first Lily gets drunk and then Mrs. Curfew gets grounded. Dash just like cuddles with his girlfriend and then has a crimson alert out for him. Like, it's really not a great week for either of them. Oh, no. Eventually the policemen let... Dash and Lily go. They're like, yeah, we watched a video. We saw what happened. I think you guys were just in a really bad place at a really bad time. Yes. And as they're leaving, Dash realizes that Lily slipped the red notebook into his pocket. Ooh. She's sneaky. How big is the notebook? This is a valid point. Yeah. But also, I feel like guys have really big pockets That's compared true. to girls. That's true. I can't even put house keys in my pockets. I'm pretty sure, like, men's pockets are so big that I could fit in it. Yeah. We should try to find a guy friend, try to go into his pockets either side, and then he'll walk. If we get tired, he'll just, like, walk with us. <laughs> Anyways... So now we're back in Lily's perspective and everyone's like, oh, yay, the baby catcher. And her parents are like, you're going to be grounded, but also <laughs> good job on catching that baby. Yeah. Because Lily's a goalie for soccer. Yeah. She's got them reflexes. True. She knows how to catch bundles of joy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and I can't remember the context exactly, but she goes to a sleepover with some of the soccer friends. Yes. It might have actually been like the captain of the soccer team invited her because they were like, good catch with the baby. Yeah. She's like, you're definitely our goalie for the season. Yes. Later on, she heads back home and Langston's like, I really think you and Dash should be a thing. And Lily's like, but what if he doesn't like me? What if he actually likes you because you were the one that started the notes? Yeah. Which was my issue too. Yes. And Langston's like, yeah, but you're the one who continued the notes. Yeah. And also he did the notes on behalf of her. So he's like, this is what Lily would like. This is what Lily would like. It's not like Langston's like, yes, I love Fat Hoochie Prom Queen. <laughs> like, he probably just did all of these things for his own amusement. But the actual, like, style of it and the way that everything is thought is probably in Lily's mindset. Well, to be fair, the first, only the first one was Langston. Yeah. Created. That's right. So all the rest of them, the wax figures, the yeah. nutcrackers, that was all Lily. That's right. Santa. Santa. Yes, Santa. of course, that's Lily. And she's like, yeah, it seems legit. Great Aunt Ida pops around with Boris and Lily's like, oh, Boris. But between Boris's teeth is the red moleskin notebook. Sloppy. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's real. Yeah. Boris has totally slobbered all over it. I yeah. feel like maybe Boris is not a great dame. Maybe Boris is like... The I... St. Bernard. Yes, yeah. I think he's the St. Bernard. Yeah, not so smart, Dash. He didn't really think of, like, insurance or whatever. He's like, yeah, chuck this in your mouth, buddy. Try not to swallow it. Great Aunt Ida is totally wingmanning Dash. She is, but also, can't Great Aunt Ida just give her the notebook instead of it being damaged with teeth? 
Anyway. That's not creative enough, obviously. True. She could have balanced it on top of her head like a princess does. Anyways. Sounds like a great Aunt Ida thing to do. <laughs> it does. So then we switch back to Dash's perspective and his crew's hanging. It's like, I can't really remember the names now that yeah, I think yeah. about it. It's like Dov and... Boomer, obviously. Yeah, and the guy that Dov's seen. Yeah. And Sophia and Priya. I think yeah. it's like Yvonne. Yoni. 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 That's, right. That's it. <laughs> and... They're kind of just chatting stuff, but before they leave, Dash is like, I'd really like to conduct a brief symposium on love. And they're like, okay, seems legit, very Dash, let's do it. Cool story. So he, like, speaks through this whole theory he has on love and soulmates and whatnot. And Boomer's like, yeah, sure, but isn't love just, like, love? (laughs) That's a really bad way to explain it. But that's pretty much what he says. He's like, it is what it is. Yeah, that's right. You can't control it. And Dash is like, you're actually so insightful, Boomer. And then Dash is like, I know what I gotta do. And we love this moment when he's like, I know what I have to do. Like, when the male or female main character is This like, happens in every, like, yeah, fiction. And, and it's, like, like, so clear to them now. I know what I've got to do. And then the, like, scene that it's in finishes with them, like, grabbing the coat and, like, leaving their front door Running. in a rush. <laughs> yeah. And so Dash ends up meeting up with Lily and... They decide to go to Boomer's aunt's house to cook. I think Boomer's aunt is like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, but I also think all aunts in this entire book are just matchmakers. They're just like tools to get the love of birds yes, together. Yes, yes, yes. And Lily's like, she's super famous, so we can't say the name, obviously. Yeah. But either way, I think she's like actually properly famous. Like she has a TV show and everything or something like that. Yeah. Then we switch back to Lily's perspective for the last chapter and they're on a subway train going from Boomer's aunt's cooking studio to the Strand. Yes. It's such a New York thing to do. And on the subway, there is a Mexican mariachi band. Typical New York. And Lily's like, I dare you to dance with me, Dash. And everyone's like, dance with her! Yeah. And he's like, I can't really dance, but okay. And then they kind of like, I think they do like a little polka. Yeah, it's cute. And they leave the tram. And they end up at the Strand eventually. And Lily's like, I got something to show you. You gotta close your eyes. And he's like, is it your boobs? (laughs) She's like, no, something even better. Yeah. And she takes him into a room. And he opens his eyes and it's just a room of the complete volumes of the Oxford Expanded Dictionary. And he's like, this is better. Yeah. And she's like, do you like it? (laughs) (laughs) All great love stories start out with a library. (laughs) They do. And he's like, oh my god, I fucking love it. And I actually remember this clearly. Lily's like, he swore. That's... A real turn off. And she's like, I'm just going to pretend that he said frocking or like fricking or something. Yeah. And I was like, okay. This is your issue? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. Me too. I found it very interesting what makes her uncomfortable and like where her like limits are socially. Yeah. She's a very interesting character. Yes. And they have like a little discussion about words and stuff. I think yeah. like the dictionaries there, yeah. so they're like, ooh, words forming. Like, you love poetry. I love literature. Like, let's talk. It's a I bit think of it's dirty more talk. like a, here's a word. What do you think the meaning is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And during this, Dash's dad actually calls in. Oh, it's super awkward. We don't like Dash's dad. It is awkward. And Lily, with her very bad social skills, somehow manages to pick up on a few now. And she realises Dash is a little bit upset and she kind of, like, entwines her pinky with his. And he, like, holds on tight. Do a little pinky hug. A little pinky square. Yes. So I'm sure Dash appreciated that. And all of their little interactions just kind of solidifies that who they've been writing to is actually the person. I think they're building a stronger foundation now. 
Yes. And it's coming up to midnight now. And Lily's panicking because she's thinking about a good old midnight kiss. Yes, and also it's, it's New Year's Eve. Eve. You and I were right. Yeah. We were right in the same yeah, headspace yeah, yeah. just then. And she's like, yeah, so uh, the sky today. <laughs> yeah, she's just distracting because she's nervous and she doesn't really want... I feel like she doesn't want a New Year's kiss to be like her first kiss or something. I feel like she was just nervous the whole time. Yeah, I Too don't much know. hype. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. And then they're about to leave and Lily's like, oh my god, I've forgot that when you close the door behind us it locks automatically and dash is like haha you forgot and she's like no i'm actually serious and she calls mark she's like please come pick me up i accidentally locked myself in and mark's like no um i'm gonna be sleeping till 7 a.m thank you very much good night yeah and he <laughs> he leaves her there to be fair i'm pretty sure lily says on the phone dash is trying to make moves on me and dash is yeah. like, I beg your pardon yeah. and mark's like no he's not just stop i'm yeah. not getting out of bed for you but also that's very out of character because at first he was so protective, and then now he's like, yeah, just spend a night with a guy that you've known for less than two days, basically. But to be fair, I think Cousin Mark knows that Dash isn't pulling any moves anytime soon. Yeah, true, true. And he knows that Lily can hold herself, you know? Yeah. Hold her ground. And so during this, pretty much for, like, the next few hours, because I'm sure they're exhausted, they just chat a bit and get to know each other, and it becomes a little bit more comfortable. Yes. And... They end up going to kiss each other. They do. And they lean in. Um, mm, Their heads smash into each other. Yeah. It's super awkward. And she's like, can we try that again? And he's like, yeah. And then they eventually kiss. I'm a little bit confused. Like, literally. You could have done this, like, ten minutes early. And then it could have been a really cute midnight yeah. New Year's Eve kiss. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, it happens. It's a little late, but it happens. Yes. And she's like, can we kiss more? And he's like, I'm actually really tired. <laughs> and she's like, but in the morning? And he's like, yeah, would love that, but I really just want to go to sleep now. Slight cringe, Lily. Like, relax. Yeah. So they both go to sleep. The next morning, Cousin Mark opens the door, and the book finishes with Lily saying, wake up, Dash. I, to be honest, didn't like the ending. Really? I thought it was a very abrupt finish. Yeah. I would have liked more. Or less. Like, I just feel like it could have ended with maybe the kiss. Or it could have... No, I I understand. Even if it was... She's like, more? And he can be like, I'm tired, but we'll always have... Not forever, but it's like, I'm tired, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. sure this won't be the last time or something. And then she's like, I grinned as I fell asleep. Something that's like, cheesy, but not too cliche. It definitely could have finished with them going to sleep, I feel like. Yes. Like, I maybe I'm just not reading into it enough. Maybe there's, like, some hidden connotations in there about the wake-up dash. Wake-up dash. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Maybe it's just a casual thing. Either way, I didn't really like the ending. I feel like I prefer more conclusive endings. Yeah, make make it or break it. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. So that is the end of Dash and Lily's Book of Dares. It is. What did you think about it overall? Honestly... Again, I like how it goes from before, like the preparation for Christmas, and then Christmas, and then after Christmas. And I also found it really interesting how Christmas Day wasn't super highlighted. It was just like the 25th of December or something like that. And then it's over. And I also like how they didn't even specify that it was New Year's Eve. Like they were kind of just like 31st of December and we have to read it and do that. I found the timeline really interesting. And I also like these split point of views. I thought that was good. I do like dual perspective. Yeah, and it wasn't as confusing as I thought other books made it. Like, I always knew that 
this was Dash, this was Lily. Right. And they weren't written in super different ways, like styles, but I still knew exactly who was in the perspective and everything. Yeah. So writing, I really enjoyed it. I wish that there was more character development, Mm. you know? Um, What about you? What did you think? Yes, I definitely understand what you mean, but I do think character development-wise, like, realistically, there are 20 chapters in this book. They each take part on a different day. Yeah. So realistically, this is only happening over 20 days. Yeah, that's true. That is very Which true. I guess I can excuse the lack of character development there. Yes, yes. I didn't even really think about that. And also, you basically only get 10 chapters each for each character. Exactly. So we probably wouldn't even noticed it that much. But I feel like Lily did things that she would have never done before. True. And same with Dash. Yeah. I've actually heard about this book from my college roommate. Yes. And she says this is just her favourite Christmas novel. Yeah. I came in with very high expectations, and I think that might have been the issue, because I was a little bit let down by it. I feel like it would have been really good for younger audience members, but I honestly did enjoy it. I thought it was really festive. It could have been more festive, like Christmas spirit, but I guess we just have to read, like, an actual, like, it's all about Christmas thing instead of their relationship and just, like, the holiday hustle and bustle and everything. But I did enjoy the atmosphere and the vibe that was created. It was definitely quite strongly focused around this notebook dare kind of conception, but also, like, they weren't really dares. No, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, a book of dares. It was just like, do this. I wish they were like, your next dare, or like, I dare you in the holiday Christmas spirit, or something like that. I mean, there definitely were a couple of mentions of I dare you, but a lot of it was just like, go to the place where this happens. Yeah, it was a little scavenger hunt. Yes, it was, rather than book of dares yeah which would also be fun like it would be so fun to go all around new york and try to find stuff but it should be like dash and lily's scavenger hunt holiday scavenger hunt <laughs> yes yeah anyway i enjoyed it overall i yeah, thought it was a good me read too. me too it was quite an easy read like yes. i only read it in a day and it yes. just was quite relaxed and refreshing compared to really high fantasy books that you and i also read yeah because there wasn't like a whole world that was built we know the gist of new york we know what it's like and i also (laughs) we don't know what gerbils are like no we don't and i also think it makes sense that it's a lot of people's comfort books and also i read it because the series is coming out and i was like i'm interested in seeing what the difference is i'm so excited to watch it me too i think it'll be good and we'll watch it together so we can kind of like compare and talk about it Okay, so on that note, I think we'll finish this week's episode. Yes, we really hope you enjoyed our review of Dash and Lily's Book of Dares, and we hope to see you next week for our review of What Light by Jay Asher. Yes, don't forget to go into the giveaway, because that will be announced next week as well. Thank you so much for listening to TBR. Yes, bye! Bye.